With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But we're going to the rink. We're going, um, I nearly said something that, oh, no, I won't say. It involved the word puck. Um, but let's uh, not get called for icing. Logan, you're excited. <laughs> Let's not get cancelled here. <laughs> uh, yeah, mate. Uh, I mean, as we talked about earlier, you might have seen her on the news last night, Bella Vogel. Yeah, just doing everything she can to get out of the country to represent New Zealand for the first time at the IIHF uh, World Champs because it's been a long time, Staffy, for the New Zealand Ice Ferns. They haven't competed uh at that stage of the IIHF World Champs since uh, 2020. Last one was in Iceland right before the world shut down. This was back in uh, about the same time, February, mid-Feb. Uh, but now they're heading to Cape Town, to South Africa, and uh, they're going to be up against the likes of Australia, Croatia, Belgium, and, of course, the hosts. Uh, but yesterday, yeah, I caught up with Bella Vogel, who had to wade through the mud, the landslides uh, at Bethel's there, just to make her way out of West Auckland and get to the airport. Uh, and it goes to show what some people will do just to put on the fern. She's listed as a forward for the tournament, but she can play defense as well. This is her story. By the time most people hear this, you'll be, fingers crossed, on a flight uh, for the IIHF World Champs. Are you heading straight to South Africa? No, so we've got the long-haul flight to Dubai, um, and then it's just a flight to Cape Town from there. And to get there, I mean, you've had quite an adventure, I mean, I mean, just today alone. I've seen some great photos uh, go up online of you just battling out to even get out of the, uh, you know, the aftermath left by Cyclone Gabriel. Whereabouts in Auckland was that? Um, so I live out at Bethel's Beach, which is between Piha and Murawai, so it's quite a... Um, rural community we've only got pretty much one or two roads in and out so when one or two of those uh have slips or floods um yeah that's when we're having to meet people at those slips to pass groceries over so we've done it before and it's happening again this time yeah it's been man it's been a wild couple of weeks uh, in the auckland region that's for sure is, is your place okay yeah our house was fine um had a bit of a restless sleep last night um as there was some flooding happening out the back um luckily we're on a hill so there were no slips on our property, but the flooding had started. So my dad and I were up every couple of hours trying to make sure that the water wasn't going to come inside. So we're quite quite lucky that that didn't happen. Uh, now to get out to get out of Bethel's Beach, there you did it all in your slides too. How was that hike with your hockey bag and sticks? Um, well, I wasn't expecting to have to go through an actual landslide with mud <laughs> and sticks and rocks and all that. So I was in my slides expecting just to walk through um, flood water. It was about up to my knees, mid thigh point um so once i got through that i was yeah pretty shocked to see a full-on landslide with a digger and mud yeah right up to my side wow <laughs> i mean from what i've seen the ice ferns team they'll do whatever it takes to represent uh new zealand on the world stage including <laughs> having to go through landslides it seems but you do also have to raise money you know to get there to get to south africa how much individually did you need to raise to get on that plane and um, so uh, the cost of the total was uh, about four grand. And then, of course, on top of that, we had to pay for um, gear um, and also any spending money that we need over there. So, yeah, it was quite a, 
yeah, quite a big amount that we had to raise, especially um, the added cost of the uniforms and, and all that. Because I mentioned before that you're playing forward, you can play defense as well. You were originally announced as one of the reserves, but you've received the call-up. What was that moment like receiving the good news that you've made the Ice Ferns traveling squad for the first time? Uh, there were a few tears when I had the phone call from the, the coach, Jeff. I was absolutely stoked. Um, I knew that with COVID and then also um, just you know what's happening with the world, there would be you know, the possibility was there. So I kept training and kept making sure I was keeping up to date with the team. And so when I got that phone call, I was like, this is it. I'm ready to go. Let's, yeah, let's do it. That's so awesome, man. That's so awesome. Uh, of course, the Ice Spoons haven't been able to compete, you know, in the WHF events since the pandemic. Um, what are the excitement levels like around the camp for this one? Oh, we're super excited to get back on the, that world stage. And I know that every single girl has worked so hard to get here. Um, and I'm just yeah super excited because I don't know what I'm going into being a rookie. So it's even more exciting, personally. There is a lot of experienced hands uh, in this team. I'll go through them all and hopefully I don't miss any of them out because they all deserve uh, a shout out. And when you've got the likes of, you know, Helen Murray, Hannah Shields, Anjali Malari, Christy Woodyear-Smith, Ashley Richmond, and Jamie Jones, uh, been around this Ice Fern setup for over a decade. You've played alongside a few of them uh, with the Auckland Steel so how invaluable has their leadership and experience been for you coming into this camp uh, for the first time? Oh, don't forget Lachlan on that one. I'm actually oh, my gosh, Lachlan, don't kill me. She shouted me yeah. once I got out of the So, yeah, with all those girls, they're, they're, they're amazing players. They're great support on and off the ice, and it's, it's awesome to have that support around you and also, also to learn from them. Um, it's just basically a team of good mates, and that's what you want in a team. So without a centralised program and, you know, not being able to play the sport full-time in New Zealand, what have the preparations looked like leading up to the World Champs? Do you get to get together often, you know, from around the country to work on, you know, things like line combinations and uh, strategies? Um, so we did the triple star camp in December and that was the open invite to all players. So we're all mixed up. Um, but when, when we had the squad announced and we went down in January, that's when we kind of started getting um, in the flow with each other and trying to work out what those lines would be. Um, and then also Ashley Richmond, she's put together this amazing program that we've all been sticking to for the past good three months or so. And it's really helped just that conditioning on and off the ice and it's really helping everyone play. Yeah, and I mean, it's the first time, you know, getting back into it for a while. It, it is kind of hard for a New Zealand team to have international competition just because of how removed, you know, the country is itself from the rest of the competition. How are you feeling going going into this? I'm at the moment, I just I just want to get there. I just want, we just want to fly out. Um, but I know that all of us are so excited to to be the iTunes again. It's been a while. It's been a good few years since, as you said, the dreaded C word. So um, we're all just so excited just to be a part of it and to do, do the best to make our country proud, our friends, our family, all the supporters, and really try to put you know the, the name of ice hockey out there, especially with girls and women out there. Yeah, we're not allowed to say the C word on, on the station anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the moment will be like for you, say, come February 20, when you're putting that Ice Ferns jersey on for the first time? To be honest, I think it'll actually be quite emotional. Um, when we did the little promotional... Um, introductions of each player I mentioned in there that I've wanted this since I was first started in primary school so it's been a really long time that I've been working towards that so for me to finally reach that is just yeah it's just going to be a phenomenal feeling 
Love that. I, I did read that quote and I saw how you've been dream- dreaming on this for so long. What What's the pride like from your family? How did they react? Oh, my family are my biggest supporters. I think my mum probably cried even more than I did when they got <laughs> announced on the team. Um, it, yeah, they've been obviously with me from day one, taking me to all those practices and trainings. And I was in Peewees and under 16 and all that. So and that they've seen how hard I've been working over the past few years to get to this point and to finally make it there. Yeah, they're definitely sharing that, that feeling with me. Now, the rookie campaign can be quite a great learning experience as a player. So for you, what do you think you need to do to get the most out of this WHF Worlds to come home feeling like, you know, you've done yourself proud and the jersey proud? I'm just putting that full on 110% in it's, it's, you know, being in the best physical state and this mental state going into every training every game just pushing and and also just with the rookies it's also making sure we support everyone um whether that's decorating change rooms or carrying bags do what we've got to do to to make everyone in the team feel special as well now this is something that i like to ask uh, all hockey players or coaches that i talk to because everyone has their own story how did you get into the sport of ice hockey in the first place um, so I actually started learning to play when I was with my brother. Um, I would have been, I don't know how old, yes, three years, like seven or eight or something like that. Wow. Um, and then I tried that out and I was like, mm, not really for me. So I actually went to figure skating. I did that for about three years and I was training up to my first competition. Um, and I actually fell and broke my arm. And then when I was in the cast, um, my brother actually got called up to the Auckland Reps for the first time. I think it was under 16. Um, so the full family, we did a trip down to Queenstown to watch the tournament, and that's when I saw girls playing in the team for the first time as well. And I just saw that, and I was like, you know what? I know how to skate now. I'll give it another go. And, yeah, it's just been that way ever since I've never looked back. Yeah, I mean, because a, a lot of players come from, like, an inline hockey background, but for you to come from figure skating, how do you think that's helped you? I think it, it really helped pick up skills quicker so I could focus more on the you know, stick handling, shooting, and all that, and the gameplay because I already had that foundation of the skating. Um, of course, I took a while <laughs> to get used to not having toe picks, but I think that's just better, because toe picks was actually how I did my injury. Um, but yeah, uh, I did the figure skating definitely set me up, I think. Nice. So for the World Champs itself, uh, as I mentioned before, you're going to be up against Croatia, South Africa, Belgium, uh, and our friends across the ditch, Australia. When it comes to that level of competition, what have the coaches told you about those sides? Um, uh, most of the time with all of our trainings, it, it's not really trying to compare ourselves against them. It's just trying to be the best that we can be and push ourselves without trying to do that comparison. Focus on, you know, just, just being at the peak that we can be. I do know that Australia is going to be a bit of a, a tough time. We've all got that in our minds. And luckily with the change in schedule, we've moved from facing Aussie first to facing Aussie last. So hopefully after we've had a bit of time like gelling together, well, yeah, really hope to give Aussies a run for their money. <laughs> I mean, we would all love to see that. I, I did notice that change in schedule, uh, Bella, and I assume that's to do with as Turkey had to pull out because of, uh, I mean, obviously all the everything going on there. Yeah, because of those earthquakes and it, it's just a really bad time. So kind of can't really compare to cycling Gabriel to that. I mean, for those that don't know, New Zealand and Turkey, I mean, outside of obviously the historical standpoint, New Zealand and Turkey have a really good relationship on the ice as well, don't they? Definitely, and I think a lot of the girls are going to be really gutted that we're not playing them. I know that swapping jerseys and hoodies and 
in uniform like that is quite a big thing, and I knew some girls are looking forward to trying to do that with Turkey. Um, so yeah, it's quite gutting they won't be joining, but it's totally understandable. On a different level of you know women's hockey, when you watch the Winter Olympics uh, and you see the likes of you know Hillary Knight, uh, Marie Philippe Poulain doing their thing for USA and Canada, and you know promoting women's ice hockey around the world, what does that do for your own you know inspiration levels? It's just amazing to watch women be at that level and and to be able to to play that kind of hockey that they did. I watched the the um, all stars and it's just amazing to see them again, like you know, with the men and being on that that situation. It's just awesome to see and it's great to keep trying to push the sport out there. And so that's what we're really trying to do with um, ice fans is definitely try to get some more of the girls through. The thing that I always love about those competitions when you have like the top tier women's players in like the NHL all-star weekend is you always see guys online saying that they could do better. I guarantee you that is not the case. Uh, do you think that someday, <laughs> not. Yeah. Do you think that someday we'll see one of the ice ferns reaching the heights of like a top tier professional women's league in North America? Absolutely. I mean, we've already, you know, Grace Harrison, she, she did a, Really good shot at that. We know that um, even with ice fans this year, we've got um, Rebecca Lilly playing over in um, Austria. We've got Caitlin Hill leaving Czech. And um, so, you know, if that's happening now, who knows where they'll be in the new girls coming through will be in like five years. You know, you saw Katya Long. She's mm. just amazing at under 18. So, and she's only what, I think she's 17, is she? Yeah. So imagine her in a couple of years. And if that's someone at 17 that went through the program that early, imagine in a couple of years what the other young girls going through those programs will be like. Yeah, well, I mean, by the sounds of it, New Zealand women's ice hockey is in uh, really good shape. Thanks for your time, Bella. Make the most of uh, that rookie experience and go well in South Africa. Awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it.